podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Fire for them, fire for them. If you're looking for that 35 bag umbrella and all damn thing there, keep it locked with this Unomics podcast. 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 Yo, what's going on, people? You are now listening or potentially watching the Dishonomic podcast. This is episode 297. So if you watch us on YouTube, you know what I'm saying? A young subscribe, notification, bell, that would be nice. Oh, yeah, like, that's the other thing, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, my podcast family that have been going strong for almost 300 episodes. Tell a friend to tell a friend, but also notification, bell, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. Now, that's out the way. We are getting to this week's episode and we are going to be talking about the costly coronation. So I'm not sure how many of you spent your Saturday morning, yeah, it was morning, watching the coronation. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I saw bits coming in and out, but man wasn't really interested in that. But yeah, it, it did look a bit, it did look flamboyant. And I'm actually somebody who watches, I'm actually very, very big on history. That was one of my favourite subjects. Oh no, it actually was my favourite subject as a secondary school student. So, and I've been watching a lot of like medieval time shows. So you're talking Last King of Scotland, Vikings of Valhalla, uh, the Rise of the Ottoman Empire, the original Vikings, all seasons. So I kind of get the significance of this coronation because watching those TV shows kind of gives you a feel of what being king was like and how important it is and how much of a big celebration this is. Obviously in 2023, Realistically, the monarchy family, they're just like basically really, really rich tourism attractions. You know what I'm saying? They don't have the power of kings back in the days where kings could tell you, yo, taxes are going up. We're doing this. Yeah, we're going to war with the Scots. This is what I'm saying. We're going to war with the French. And they'll be on the front line, being trained to fight from day. King Charles is, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, he ain't like that, man, 70. But yeah, let's get into the coronation. Hiya, it's MXM and listen to the Dysonomics podcast because it's late. It's late. So what is the coronation? The coronation is when we have a new ruler, technically, you know what I'm saying? And this, in this instance, it was King Charles III after the late Queen Elizabeth passed. Um, king Charles III officially became king and his wife, Camilla Parker Bowles, was crowned queen. Um, on May the 6th, 2023. This happened at Westminster Abbey with over 2,000 VIP guests. I'm trying to think, if I was invited, would I roll? Because I'm I'm kind of like, kind of big on the anti-colonialism thing. I've been waving for the grand, but I don't think I would have rolled still. Um, this was a lot less extravagant in terms of numbers compared to Queen Elizabeth's coronation in 1953, and I started a crown in lockdown. I need to get back to it, I just got a bit busy, which kind of sounds mad, being busy in lockdown. But you kind of see her coronation, so I'm gonna get back to that. But yeah, I think there was like around 10,000, eight to 10,000 people attending her coronation. And her coronation was actually a more extravagant event. Like it went on for several hours, whereas this coronation was a lot truncated in time. I think this was due to the kind of times now Things have changed. It's got. It's a lot more expensive to throw these type of events, and also we're living in a cost of living crisis. So, how much is this activity, this celebration, or some people, this nonsense, costing us? Well, it's costing 
over 100 million pound according to a source right and this is super super expensive it's almost double pound for pound the previous coronation so in 1953 when queen elizabeth was coronated after the death of her father um i think she might be like 1920 when she got coronated i should have researched that but i don't care that cost around i think was it one point yeah 1.5 million pound whereas 1.5 think about it, this was 1953 a good what eight years after world war ii so that's a long time ago right so that 1.5 million if you take it in today's terms it counts for inflation that's a calm 53 million pounds so this is almost double queen elizabeth's coronation now why is this one more expensive well one of the things that was cited is security terrorism wasn't really a threat in the 1950s which is quite mad because there was a war just a good eight years ago. Whereas now there's been a big terrorism threat. We had obviously the 77 bombings. We've seen like um, people like trying to kill police officers, people trying to attack Westminster. We saw the gen um, the crazy guy running over people on London Bridge. And we've seen terrorist attacks in Sweden, France, obviously United States, all over the Western world. So security was a very, very, very big deal. Right? So that's why it costs a lot more. 72 years later. Also, what's interesting is that this is going to be a more global event than it was in 1953. Due to technology, we now have YouTube streaming, Twitch streaming, and of course, TV. So the selling of the TV rights alone is, is apparently going to generate even more revenue than the actual cost of said coronation. And then you take into account the tourism boost. So this is a massive event. Remember I told you, the last one was in 1953. I'm pretty sure 99% of people watching this video, because I know my analytics, weren't even alive then. In fact, my parents weren't even alive then. And I'm 34 this year. <laughs> my parents were born in the 60s. So a lot of our parents weren't even alive then, right? So that was such a long, 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 long time ago. So now... This is a massive event. We might, well, this might sound a bit morbid, but come on, Charles is 70, do you know what I'm saying? So even if he's alive for another 30, like the Queen, she almost hit 100. Well, did she hit 100? I can't remember, she almost hit 100. Like, even if he beats the Queen, in quite a lot of our lifetimes, we might see another coronation. But for a lot of people, they ain't seen another, they ain't seen a coronation. So this is a massive, massive historical event. So what people want to be about. A lot of hotels in London across the coronation weekend were fully booked out. And then you've got a lot of events going on, a lot of merchandise being sold. So this is going to be a boost to the economy of the UK, especially within the London area. Now, probably why you're all here. Okay, cool. Coronation, big event and that. Who's footing the bill? It's not the royal family. When it's a wedding, the royal family fits the bill. So, who was the last person to get married? Was it? It was Harry, innit? Harry and Meghan, innit? Yeah, I think Harry and Meghan were the last used to get married, but it's not like that. You see what I'm saying? This one is actually paid for by the UK government. So, Rishi Sunak et al are the ones footing the bill, which means are footing the bill. Yep, us. For those who are listening, I'll point it to myself and to the camera. We are footing the bill because, of course, the revenue, the majority of the revenue from the British government is via taxpayers. Your income tax, your capital gains tax, your national insurance, your corporation tax, all these different taxes 
come from our pocket via VAT, though. That's a massive one. Come from our pocket to the government, enable them to spend where they see fit. And of course, they spend in 100 million of our money on the coronation. Now, obviously, this is a precarious subject because we are in a cost of living crisis. Check out some of my previous pods for more further analysis on that, even like the one prior to this one. So we've got inflation. Our last inflation rate was what, 10.1%? We've been seeing double digit inflation rates for almost a year. And people are thinking, okay, we've got inflation going through the roof. Food inflation is almost at 20%. The NHS has severe issues. And y'all are spending 100 M's on a flipping crowning. Big man, I don't give a heck. Furthermore, he's, he's a proxy king. He's not really king like that. He's not really making decisions. He's not a mover and shaker. He ain't really in the, he ain't really in the mud getting dirty. I hear it. But <laughs> it is what it is. So we are paying for this. Now, there are estimates that the king's coronation will bring in one billion pounds for one billion pounds, shall I say, for the UK's economy. So if you take both estimates, we'll be in surplus by 900 million pounds. Now that estimate might be a bit on the generous side, but even if it's significantly shorter, we should be in profit from this. Do you see what I'm saying? But of course, the profit doesn't necessarily go back into the taxpayers' pockets, right? The government ain't going to make the one billion profit. It's going to be mainly like tourism and leisure industry, which which does obviously impact us as a people. My thoughts on that. I'm not going to lie. A hundred million is a lot of money. A hundred million is a lot of cash. Do you know what I was going to say is not that bad in retrospect. But still, what do you think about it? It's 100 million for like a day or two. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm, no, that's wild. But then again, I'm not pro-monarchy. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, no, 100 million is wild. But if it's bringing a 900 million surplus to the economy, you can't argue with the numbers. Do you know what I'm saying? So, overall, it, it, although I'm really like anti-colonialism, anti-monarch, I'm, I'm a numbers guy. Dysonomic subscribers, listeners, you know me. I'm all about the numbers. I'm logical. I'm a rational. I'm a reasonable brother. So if it's bringing in more than it's taking away, you can't complain in the numbers. Now, some more interesting numbers. So two things that really caught my eye, because I already spoke about one of them before, which is the actual crown, um, St. Edward's crown, that obviously King Charles III wears. And also, like, I was watching... I was in and out, do you know what I'm saying? Cleaning and then tidying up. And obviously the missus was watching um, the coronation. And I was like, I can't believe you're watching this. Like, of all things to put, you might as well watch YouTube. But what took my eye, I'm not going to lie, was the gold coach that they were... I was like, this looks wavy. And then again, it brought me back to some of the shows I've watched. You see what I'm saying? The gold coach looks cold. So I was like, let me do some research to see how much this costs. So the gold coach is super duper interesting to me. Um... It was actually created in 19, no, 1762. So hundreds of years ago, right? And guess how much it cost at that time? 7,562 pounds. Now you're thinking, obviously seven bags is a lot of money, but you can get cars for that. You can get a Chanel bag for that. 
you can actually get maybe you can get a Birkin. Birkin might be a bit much straight from the store. You can get a watch for that. Remember that was in 1762, when man was talking about shillings and that. Now, again, if we hop into the inflation calculator, type in a, do you know what I mean? Key in the numbers, crunch numbers, as they say. That same coach will cost two million pounds to build. Two million pounds. They're cruising a two million pound coach or chariot because it was obviously carried by horses. Now, it looks like it's made out of gold, but it's actually not. I believe it's gold leaf, a thin layer of gold leaf, but um, which is gilt wood, sorry. It's actually made of gilt wood with a thin layer of gold leaf. Fun fact. Now, you've got the crown, and I'm not gonna lie, shout out my boy Nico, because <laughs> obviously usually us people that love the Barclays Premier League, we, we, oh, we know our schedule. If we're lucky, you might get an eight o'clock Friday night kickoff, but usually we have a 12, 12.30, 12.20, kickoff. We have you off on a Saturday to get us to start us right. We have our 3 p.m. kickoffs, then we have our 5.30 evening kickoffs, and on a Sunday is usually a 2 p.m. and a 4.30 p.m. Sometimes there's a young 7.30 in there, and then there's a Monday 8 o'clock. So he's like, rah, we're not getting any midday football because some brother is getting a new hat, <laughs> which is really what's happening. It was just quite funny. And seeing King Charles III and these um, misses, who some people call the most successful side chick, some people might argue that Diana was a side chick and really Camilla was the main, but politics, you know what I mean? I'm not really into the TMZ chat, so, and the Shade Bar chat, I, I don't really care about that. Their hats, or oh, sorry, their crowns looked so flipping big. <laughs> they, they couldn't, no, somebody says if the cap fits or if the shoe fits, the cat wasn't fitting. Bro, it was swallowing paws, their whole heads. <laughs> paws, big paws. Hey, yo, that was crazy to me. Now, the crown was created in 1649 for, funnily enough, Charles II. Um, and it was called St. Edward's Crown. And people believed that this was to replace the medieval crown which was the previous one that they used. But he was like, no, 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 we're gonna switch. We're gonna switch the style. We, you, know I'm, you know what I'm saying? I got, uh, I got up my drip, we got a drip on these. Drip on these like the coronation. Now, this, technically, this crown is priceless as it has not been insured. But estimates believe that if it was, a, if it was appraised, I, know my, you, I don't know, if you take it down Hatton and say, yo, what can I get for this? People believe it will be a cool, 4.5, 4.75 billion. I know you know what Fosman say, million. Billion pounds. Now you've got to factor in the history, how long it's been going. It's got velvet all around. It's made of solid gold. It's about 2.2 kilograms of gold. In fact, let's actually see how much live on the air, how much two kilograms of gold is. Per gram UK. So, it's about 51 pounds 40 per gram, right? So we've got an old calculator, so that's 51 
well, 40 per gram. We times that by 2,200 grams. The gold in itself is 113,000 pounds. Well, that's just the gold value. Now, the interesting thing is, obviously, this gold is not like any other gold. That's just the standard. This is <laughs> high-level gold. Also, there is 400 gemstones, 400 sapphires, rubies, all types of all types of stuff. So yeah, man's got a calm. Man's got the net worth of like, <laughs> who's the guy trying to buy Man United? What's my man's name? Uh, Sir Jim Ratcliffe. That might be. Let's see Sir Jim Ratcliffe's net worth. Okay, he's 23.6 billion. Okay, maybe not his net worth, but I remember Abramovich's net worth used to be apparently 9 billion. So maybe half of Abramovich's net worth. Oh, man said. A wise man once said, Oh, yeah, take all your money, put time for your head, yo. That's literally the crown jewels. Crazy. So, yeah, that's how much the coronation of King Charles III cost. Crazy work. Crazy, crazy work. Let me know what you think in the comments. Do you think we spent too much? And also, a question for the comments and people tweeting and whatnot. If you had a 20% chance of getting away with it, would you attempt to steal the crown jewels? Let me know in the comments below. On to next week's episode, or shall I say to the midweek's episode, peace and blessings. Sports Social Podcast Network.